welcome to Yeah Nah Look, uh, round five podcast. Going to go over everything from round four and discuss what's happening in round five, go through the news, all the usual stuff. How is everyone this week? Hello, mate. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty good. Going well, going well. Yeah. We have a good Easter. Yeah. A little bit fatter. Oh, I had way too much chocolate, honestly. Yeah, it wasn't ideal, but... Uh, no, it was ideal. It was a big weekend of footy, plenty of action and stuff to talk about and discuss. So with that being said, we'll get into the news. Okay, so the news this week. Uh, first thing, bit of personal news for us. You boys may not be aware of this yet, but Ooh. last week we uh, we mentioned the fact that Robbo had blocked me on Twitter. Oh! Well, guess what? We got we're, I got us blocked as well. Uh. We're blocked now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, really? Look, blocked by Robbo, yeah. Uh. I, I tweeted out that... Uh, does he Robbo, actually block people? That's amazing. He obviously does, yeah. He can't take oh, any criticism at all. Bitch. Big, big, bald, <laughs> alcoholic baby he is. Yeah, I so I said we've given, we've given Robbo and Damien Barrett a serve. Damien Barrett hasn't blocked us. He's a real man. Yeah, hey, he's a good exactly. sport. He cops good sport, it. Damo. But, uh, so we like you now, Fuck. Damo. Robbo Just report must, facts from Robbo now Robbo must actually block everyone. But he'd have to because, because Twitter is literally troll city. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Wow. Basically, you're a little bitch, but anyway, yeah, yeah. so we got blocked by Robbo. Um, <laughs> That's great. Jeff Kennett today has said something along the lines of, uh, it's time for Clarko to move on from Hawthorne, that, you know, they've been uh, together a while. And, Just because they've lost the first four, I guess. Yeah. He's, you know, I mean, he Hawthorne. won a premiership, then didn't make the eight, so, and then won more premiership, so. Yeah, no. And but, fucking Jeff Kennett, like. Seriously, yeah, he's still he's still saying shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been the president for a while. So yeah, I don't I don't know why we'd continue to listen to him. Fixes. That's all. Uh, anyway, so what else? So, what else? Um, Liam Pickens signed a two year oh, contract Pickers, extension. Pickers. So, so look, that's a positive there. Oh, we also didn't talk about our main man Matty Matty Buntine from last week. What did he do? He uh, had a partially ruptured ACL that he'd been playing <gasps> with for over a year. Matty. And now he's out for the season. It's oh. gotta hurt. That's disappointing. Oh, no. The Easter bun time. Yeah. It didn't work. No, no, it didn't. That was hard. Right. But yeah, that was last week. Uh, we um, didn't talk about that and I was yeah. a bit devastated for go. our favourite favorite player. Um, the other news, I mean, there's other probably small stuff that happened. But it was more like later last week than this mm. week. But so Harley Bennell's done his calf again or they found out it was more severe out for 10 weeks and he also got <laughs> kicked off a plane because he's intoxicated. <laughs> Oh, that story has kind of already died down by the time we've recorded this, but yeah, it it did was it did happen. It was a thing, thing that happened. The, the internet's having fun with memes. I think it's more meme. He's got meme no, material. He didn't get any more suspension or anything for that, did he? Well, he no. doesn't need suspension. No, I, I think no. So. Ross Lyon okay seemed pretty calm about it. I think from the sounds of it, yeah, they obviously thought he was drunk, but I don't think he was being rowdy or anything like that. No, so. yeah. But yeah. it might, still... might have smelt like alcohol or something. I think he had like three flights uh, or something. Racism. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that being yeah. before we say anything bad, we're going to head on to yeah. the MRP. <laughs> oh, okay. So there are only two suspended from the weekend, and Geelong basically wanted to rub Hodgie out of the game by the sounds of it. Mm. Um, but Hodgie was having good first quarter, wasn't he? Was, he? he Hodgie, I think he had a good first quarter. He was double figures. Yeah. He was double figures. I don't know if he got any chocolates at all. No, it was definitely double figures in the first quarter in possessions. Um, but James Parsons, 
Two was matches. offered a two-match suspension for a stray yeah, elbow, dog. and he took that. <laughs> and so also Men- Menegola has yeah. been offered a one-match ban for a dangerous tackle yeah, on Hodge. Sling tackle, yeah. Bit of a sling. It was an interesting one. I didn't think it was... I mean, Hodgie's head smashed into the ground, and I think the umpire reacted oh, because Hodgie stayed yeah. down, and he probably thought, oh, he's knocked out. But then Hodgie, being this Lazarus-like <laughs> warrior he is, got think, straight up and took his kick. Podgy. Easy so, now. He um and then yeah so that happened and then not long after that Hawthorne got pinged for a dangerous tackle not a there was no report just a free kick and it was a pretty soft one I think it might have been Bruce he slung someone around but he sort of let go of their arms on the way down so but I think they thought oh we've we've paid this earlier so we need to pay another one getting really soft it's uh yeah so and the other one he just came through and basically Hodgie stepped back, sort of stepped him, and he just stuck the elbow out on the way. Apart. Kind of, it was just a reflex, really. I don't think he was trying to really kill him, but. And that was it for the match review. That was it for the week. So, because oh. I'm thirsty, you're going to go on to drop of the week. Yeah, dropping it up. Oh yeah. Oh, Let's okay. go. You can explain it. So, well, I unfortunately only got to go to BWS, which don't have the biggest range of alcoholic beverages, but I got a classic Japanese beer. Pop top, Kieran. Mm. Kieran Megumi. What do you reckon about the uh, bottle, boys? <coughs> Maurice just sneezing in the background. Smell. Very nice. Punch. Pretty, pretty cool. It's a cool pretty bottle. Cool bottle. I yeah, like it's it, a very yeah. nice very bottle. Sharp looking. Um, the packet isn't, you know, it's, it's not that hipster style. It's definitely. No. Like just. It's probably like Japan's just like number one, you know? Probably like Japan's Beer. Heineken. It's like, it's like a, yeah, exactly. First press beer. It's got some nice Japanese writing with a bit of a paint thing fills down the, the middle. Fills this glass beautifully. Lovely. Yeah, it looks like Does beer. It? Fills that glass. Pe- oh, yeah. You know what? Good colour. Cheers bit of an to not having color. an ale this week, guys. Yeah. We're off the ales. <laughs> Moving on. Well, well, we almost had one. We almost had an ale. It's yep. a first I like it. Beer. I have had this one before, but I do yeah. like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice crisp beer. All right. So we'll sip on that. All right, so while you were sipping on that, we're going to move on to the results and the review from round four. Boom. Okay, so round four. What a round. Mm. Uh, a long five days of footy and Jesus is back. So big, big round. I'm probably going to give Jesus the five votes, yeah. I think, this week. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big week. Oh, he yeah, was gone. I, I didn't get what you were saying. Yeah. Then, and I just it was Hodgie. It was out on was Friday. He thought he was really gone. Taken down and then he bounced back. So, it's inspiring stuff. Well played, Jesus. <laughs> um, so anyways, we'll move on to the results of things that actually happened. Yep, let's go. Um, Thursday night footy, back again. Thursday, oh, yeah, and this was big, wasn't it? Because it was the Swans and West Coast. Yeah, They had to win it. And Swans had to win that one, I reckon. They didn't win it. They didn't. Uh, what did you guys think? Well, this is one did of the games it? that I did watch the entirety of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it, was, it was a good close game, but... Eagles just ran over in the end. Our main man, Luke Shuey, in my top 10. Superman. Ran amok. He did. He absolutely did. That, that sh- kick, that goal in the last quarter, basically making two goals ahead. Superman. Great. But no, he was good. Also, McGovern with his um, stock standard EA Sports face. EA Sports. It's in the game. Yep. He was good. Yep. Create a player face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <his> face. 
Um, no, Mark, oh, marks everything though with those McGovern's. Eagle, no, Eagles no. got Can't it done. I don't yeah. know what happened in their backyard growing up. But yeah, either you guys watch it. Yep, I watched yes. it. Croft, did you think anything of it? Yeah, I well, I thought it was a good game. I thought Sydney were, you know, were a good chance for that one. But uh, Eagles just too good, I think. And I think I think Sydney, they're not this. They're obviously not the same. They're they're blooding a, a lot of youngsters, and I think it's they just got injuries. Though I don't think it was. I don't think it's a plan. I think it's just kind of happening in there. They don't yeah. seem. They don't seem. They like Hawthorne as well. They seem like they're not as crisp as they were. Mm. As like what made those two teams great, uh, Hawthorne was their kicking and they were missing targets. And with Sydney, it's their handball in the tight congested congestion, and they can't do that anymore. Mm. So guess who got the chocolates? Luke Shuey. Yes, 10. he did. He did. Superman. So he was number one. Mm-hmm. And on the injury list, um, Sammy Mitchell says leg. It's pretty sure his ankle oh, yeah. got pretty crushed. Yeah, I thought like, he broke his leg. Yeah. He was yeah. limping around was, after the game. But they obviously did injection. He went back on, but he didn't have much of an impact after that. Mm. Um, but it's a pretty standard win for us guys. They just got a hold of him later on. And Franklin, it says he got a thigh. He just got a big court. Yeah. He wasn't. He hasn't been affected the last couple of weeks. After we've yeah, we put we put him in as number our number one. one forward, and he's uh, been well, letting he, us down he a little did, bit. He did just run right the week before, and nearly won it for him. So uh, Sydney looked slow again. Yeah. Me. So. Okay. Move on. Next game. Next game. Good Friday footy for the first time oh, ever. Praise Jesus. North Melbourne went down to the Bulldogs at Etihad mm. Stadium. Hard to beat the Bulldogs North there. North Melbourne, they just keep losing the close ones. Yeah. They've been Fuck. in every game they've played, and so it's pretty I know. disappointing for them, I'd say, that. They yeah. haven't managed to get one. And that's the big difference, I think, between when you're down the bottom and you've got some younger players in and maybe exceeding expectations and then struggling, is if you can snag one of those games or a couple of them, like Freo, what Freo has been able to do. If Frio got run over by the Bulldogs and run over by Melbourne, they'd be, you know, but everyone, they're a bit more positive feel. It's the same thing here. They well, haven't I mean, quite got the result. They were up by a couple of goals halfway through the last quarter. It's their signature move now. That was, a, that was a problem play. they had last season, as uh, I recall, as mm, well, is that... No, they don't run out games. Yeah, though, they weren't well. running out games very well. So. Uh, chocolates? Um, the chocolate maker was old mate Dally, Luke Dallas. Oh, yeah. He was pretty good in that game. And Dallas. Ben Cunnington. Ben Eight votes for North Melbourne. I think he must have had a cracker. Mm. Ah, yeah, so that was oh. it. On the injury front, let me just quickly scroll down. No reports, and Tom Boyd with the concussion, and Cloakie oh, got yeah. smashed. Yeah, yeah. He, he has yeah. multiple broken ribs. He yeah. does, yeah. You definitely so he'll can be see out that it was a broken rib straight away. He'll be out for yeah. a few weeks. He looks very uncomfortable. I, I think mm. Tom Boyd came back on. From inside the centre square, Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's kicked the goal. From inside the centre. Yeah, well, they didn't care about concussion. <laughs> Not important. Right, we'll move on to Saturday. Mm. Uh, so oh, your game? Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, oh, can I go back for a sec? Yeah, yeah. Did anybody see the uh, the Ruck nomination dispute in that game? Neck nomination? In that North Oh, Northern fuck, that was bad. Bulldogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was, was it Wait. Higgins? No, that wasn't the one I'm talking about. It was another. I think it was, I think it was Higgins. 
Yeah. Oh, Bulldogs. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, it was Bontempelli. Was this the one where Bontempelli put his hand up and then they changed it and someone yeah, yeah, put their yeah, hand yeah. up? Actually, yeah. yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then basically yeah. they said it was the other guy, but Bontempelli had already put his hand up. But yeah. then they took it as the other guy, and then so they got a free kick for impeding yeah, that, somebody who that, had nominated for the ruck, even though Bontempelli had his hand up, mm. as if to say yeah. I'm nominating. Yeah, so and they had two, they had two people nominating, and one of them got blocked. Ah, it's, so it's bullshit. It's, just, it's, it's, it's horrible. They, they don't. They, they the, I know, they're, the, they're too. They, they want to move it along too quick, and I think they. Yeah, it's but the thing yeah. is, it, it will. Slow they have down to stop play. everybody, and they have. Exactly. They, they always have say to, you. You they almost have go. to talk to every individual yeah. player on the field and go, do you know who's rucking? Do you yeah. know who's rucking? Does everybody know who's rucking? Because you do have those defenders who just sit on their player and they're just yeah. watching their player and they're like, you, they're not going to think he's ever going to ruck. And then, well, that's it's a tactic they could use now. So, bit of a debacle. Yeah, yeah. okay, but let's go to your boys. Uh, what a win. Yeah, what so a win. Fremantle, big win of Melbourne. I have watched this whole game now and uh, what a yeah. win. It was a good game. Again, they they were challenged and they had a sort of a poor patch in the game in the second quarter. But then the third quarter, they were really, really good. And then the last quarter, it was sort of back and forth tussle. Melbourne probably had the momentum, but they... Yeah, but they credit to them. Fought them out. Yeah. Fought them off. And uh, but, I really like... I like the look of their... Kirsten's playing really well still. He's a lot cleaner than he has been. And I actually quite like... Their forward line is pretty dynamic because McCarthy's quite fast. Oh, just shave your moustache, mate. If they get... Uh, listen to this and <laughs> shave it. It's they get Ballantyne back horrendous. in there. they got a pretty dynamic sort of... I like the fact that they're rotating Mundy, Neil and Fife through uh, there. I mean, they have a good I really list. like Hayden Crozier. He's exciting. He can leap and mark the ball and he's got good skills. And he's a good shot for goal. Who I, got the I like him. He tackles. Oh, uh, Neil. Kick four goals. Neil and Mundy. Um... So yeah, did you have any thoughts on it, Croft? You watched this one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was in and out, a bit worse for wear on the couch. Um, oh, you guys had a big night, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Freya, Freya looked really good. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see him back up last week, um, and hopefully they'll find a bit of form. And well, they got North good. Melbourne, I think, this week, so that'd be an interesting game. That would be. That's over, over here, here though, isn't it's it? It's over here, Mate, yeah. So they'll, three and two. they'll probably start favourites for the first time in the year. God, if only they didn't have such a shit start. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Geelong <laughs> game, as I said, when we're after, they didn't play horribly that game, but no, the Port game, game was, was just, just a total destruction. But it really just comes down to pressure. I think they're putting a lot more effort and they're the ones applying the pressure now and it's paying off getting some turnovers. Uh, Injuries? Um, Langdon mm-hmm. had a migraine. Oh, yeah. So that was before the game he had a migraine and apparently Ross Lyon said, do we need to bring the emergencies in? And he said, no, I'll play through it. I think he played. He was the one that kicked the ball inside oh, he 50. Played, mate, if you have a migraine, you'd be mm. cooked. I mean, I very rarely get migraines yeah. and I'm like. He kicked it inside it. 50. For I've never had a migraine. Goal. I don't believe they exist. I think <laughs> mate, it's just... I'm telling you, bro, you have a migraine and you are fucked. Like yeah. actually just fucked. Well, he played a right, I think. I, I always thought about whenever I was playing sport, if I had, I had a migraine, like you'd have to just sit out of the game. You couldn't yeah. play. Well, apparently not. Oh, yeah, obviously, you know, no Ed Langdon. No, obviously not. <laughs> All right, we'll move along. Uh, Greater Western Sydney got up over Porty. Uh, Port Adelaide. Yeah, I didn't really see a lot of this one. Um, <laughs> Actually, I think I, I saw a bit of it. We sort of watched it in between. Yeah, I, I saw the end of it. But that's yeah. when GWS ran away with it. It was yeah. kind of close. And then they just I think it was bam. sort of like the Eagles-Swans game where yeah. it was tight and then 
GWS were just a bit too good. Hey, look, we're just happy to get away with the four points. I think Port. Yeah, I don't know. They've had a, a couple know, of speed. Hard. They started really well. They had a couple of speed bumps now hard, last week, this week. They might just not quite be on the level of the really elite teams, but so just outside top four, maybe yeah. squeeze in. Because their marquee on. thing was when they really they beat Sydney, but everyone that's played Sydney's beat them so far. So now you sort of go back, similar with Essendon, their first get. You sort of go back and think, well, yeah, yeah. are they that good, or are the people yeah, they beat because they beat Hawthorne, everyone thought, oh, here we go, but yeah. All right, so any injuries in that one? Um, injuries. Dylan Shield with a shoulder. I don't know how bad that is. It says Shield sure with a shin, but he played out the game, so I think he just he was limping a little bit. Um, yeah. Old mate Tom Scully took the chocolates. Tommy. Yeah, behind Patton. Oh, the bag of six. The general. The bag of six. I think, uh, I think well played. Port Adelaide's Patties. defense didn't match up. They didn't have any mm. tools to match up on. The general. They are a bit light on in the mm. back line. Uh, so that's that. We'll move on to that, that one. Next one. Next one. You oh, boys. mate, mate. Hold on. That game. What? Monster crowd of 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> Just commend Canberra. Uh, they probably went away for their holidays. So we're yeah. going to give them that out. Okay. Uh, our Carlton boys. and kind of, the Gold Coast Suns. Kind of similar thing. Close, 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 close. Boom. It was that third quarter. That's oh. a, Carlton's third quarter absolutely ruined. Them. It was Tom Lynch. Well, we're head, yeah. It was Tom Lynch as they well. Had no answer well, for that. Car- straight kicking. Yeah, well, Carlton were around the ground were probably besting Gold Coast, but every single time it went into Gold Coast forward line, Tom Lynch would mark the ball and kick the off. Yeah. And so that kept the minute and then Carlton just dropped the ball in the third quarter and they ran away with it. I did say the other week that Gold Coast have what Every team would love to have in a big dominant forward like Tom Lynch, Mate, and he basically, he basically was the difference. Even they got they ran over them in the end anyway. But he, when it was still in dispute, he Bring, was the difference maker. He, when, didn't, uh, he, kicked, he didn't miss at all nah, at that period of time. Yeah, yeah. Was every time they went inside fifty, yeah. it got to him. So Bring back he was on Fev. point. <laughs> and when uh, Ablett played pretty when well, when it wasn't again, going to Lynch, it was going to uh, I don't know. Ablett was getting a lot of nothing possessions in the uh, still in was, the back pocket, still but one vote. He likes to get the yeah, old the old give and goes. Yeah, we, does he was doing that a lot. Um, but yeah, the, when it wasn't Tom Lynch, it was two meter Peter as well. Mm. Yeah, two meter Peter's well well. hands were good. Who? Who's two meter Peter? Peter Wright. Peter Wright. Oh, two meter. You know, Took Miller was good too, Richard. Ah, oh, Tookie. No, you know, he's Mickey been Barlow. Good. Old Matera. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's had two good yeah. rounds in a row now. Mm. Actually, yeah, yeah. been playing well. He's so. no Peter. No, hey, mate. <laughs> oh. Mickey uh, Barlow actually, player, Peter, I yeah. put some some money down on Mickey Barlow for most possessions this game. And Please gamble responsibly. He did not get near it no, didn't. for a fair portion of well, it. Well, I'm, I'm looking at this Reaper. Oh, he hurt his hamstring. Oh, no, may hurt his hamstring, but there is Barlow on the sideline with ice on his hamstring. Yeah, probably affected him a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, the next, oh, was there any injuries? Nah, just Stevie May with a hammy. Nah, Stevie May. Oh, it's a smash, motherfuckers. Um... <laughs> Last game of the Saturday was Adelaide versus Essendon. Oh, uh, Adelaide had a big old win. Yeah, it was, it was a um, smashing. Yeah. Betsy must have ran wild. He, he? I think he got the chocolates, actually. Eddie Betts. I think he might have been a chocolatier this week. My man still held up his bargain, though. 34 posies. Laird. The old ferret merit. Oh. Nah, <laughs> nah. But Laird, I think Lady was best. What, what did Lady do? 
I don't know. I no, just, he wasn't best on. But oh, I he, thought that was your man. I forgot about. No, no he's Merritt. my he's my man for Adelaide. But oh, old okay. Ferret Merritt, he is the man. <laughs> I think Zach Merritt's Merritt. third at the moment for possessions in AFL. Oh, come on, number one, mate. Can you guess who's number one? Uh, Lachlan Neal. No, Lucky um, Neal's had a pretty slow start because he's shoulder um, surgery in the off season. Um, not sure. Tom Mitchell. Oh, can you guess number two? No. Andrew Gath. Oh, Gaffy always Gaffey. gets it, yeah. They're only one possession. Mitchell's got 134 and those Mate. two, Merritt and Gaff have 133. Mate, you know who got one vote in the Coaches Association? Zach Merritt. He, Cole. Oh, did he? Oh, he's back. Oh, he loved the speedster. I think he got three goals. Travis Collier, the uh, speedster. He did three goals and Tip and Woody. You know who's got the most Dream Team points this season? Mark Murphy. My man, Mark Murphy, yeah. Yeah. He's my man now. I've taken him over because I think he's having his best season ever. <laughs> oh, he's getting getting posies. He's sure. getting wrecked. But Betsy uh, got six, Walker five. Yeah, Eddie. Good forward line. Eddie Betts going to win the Coleman. Nah. Kelly, Eddie. old mate Kelly, mm. um, had an eye injury apparently. So he must have got a bit of a poke. So we think, uh, uh, do you think Essendon got a bit ahead of themselves at the start of the season? I think uh, they're, they're going to be end up where we kind of thought they'd end up. Yeah. Probably will. Middle, I think they're probably going to be in that ten to twelve yeah. range. I don't think they're quite, quite in the top eight because they, they start. They, 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 might, well, they might even get better though. With you know, yeah, yeah, if they gel better. a little but bit. But they may also experience some fatigue and injury and stuff later in the year. A lot of guys had a year out of the game and a year away from the club as well, and like just being injured for a year. They, they do have our man T Cole Merritt mm. and the new Anthony McDonald Tip and Woody. Ah, oh. so. I love yeah. Walla. He's the best. All right. But that next game, next game, next game. Good win to Adelaide. St. Kilda Collingwood. Um, Sainters. Yeah, it's a good win. Collingwood yeah. in trouble. Very low scoring affair. Yeah, it was. It was. And it Saints. was at Etihad under the roof. Saints are bringing it back. They're my team to make the eight. They're coming back into right. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. with Maxi gone out, I think that you're right. They might sneak in there, but we'll find out. Say Maxi gone. Uh, yeah, to yeah. Melbourne. Oh, yeah, Melbourne. Because that, that was his team with yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. Mine was St. Kilda. Yeah. Yes. Come on, Croft, get on it, mate. Yeah, I was so with we'll St. Kilda as well. So. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, we were, mate. But they've, yeah, they've squared it up now. I think, what are they, two and two now? Yep, two and two. So they're balancing up nicely, and now they can build a bit of momentum. Collingwood are probably in trouble. But the, sort of like uh, North, they've been close in all their games, most of them. So uh, They did get a win out, but. Going to mention it again. I'm going to mention play? it every every podcast. Nick Rewalt. Uh, I think Jamie. Yeah. I saw a photo of Jamie. He did play. I don't know how he did. Yeah, he didn't kick any goals. But mate, he'd really? been out for a while. Did uh, who got chocolates? This one, I think it was. Oh, have a guess. Have a guess. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Sebi Ross. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Seb Ross. Mate, you know who? You know who? Who racked up the posies? Your old mate, Dilly Dylan Robertson. Robertson. Yes, oh, yes. he former Docker mate, great. He's, he's been doing well. Robert Good on him. Yeah, he's a solid player. Solid player. Any injuries? Um, injuries. Tom Phillips' illness replaced in the selected side by Jared Blair. You know, oh. I thought I thought for a second there that Brett Peak still played for St. Kilda. Oh. I thought, yeah. What a gun. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, Richmond and Brisbane sort of went as expected. I would like to say on this one, though, I think a good sign for Richmond. I looked at the stats of this game. I didn't watch it. What are Richmond now? They're they unbeaten right up the top. They're unbeaten, aren't they? Jesus um, Christ. But I looked at the stats and I thought to myself, I saw the 
Richmond were up pretty big, and I thought, oh, okay, I wonder how many Dusty's got here. And, and none of their yeah, like sixteen touches. It wasn't the he big stars, touched it. and that's that's a good thing I think for Richmond. I mean, Jack Riot played well. I think he got the chocolates. I think Rock, my mate Rockcliffe, raked it up. In but um, yeah, but he always does. Yeah, I think Grigg was their best yeah, possession good, getter. So it wasn't oh, the Alan mate Griggy. It wasn't the usual guys. I think having uh, Prestier in there really helps them now. I sort of thought in the off season like, oh, you know, Deledio out, Prestier in. There's not going to be it, but. Delidio doesn't play a lot from injury, so I think Prestia probably gives him a bit more consistency and helps Delidio him out. Delidio could, he, like, if they put a tag on him, he'd get shut down straight. Yeah, yeah. Freo used to always be able to yeah. stop him. Crowley used to shut him down. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, yeah, they played well and they shared the load, got an easy win, basically. Brisbane, but I think Brisbane was still competitive to a point in the game, but it wasn't. No, they, they never they, looked look, like winning. Looking at the uh, graph, it was pretty much just down. You know, made, yeah. They made a little bit of a, a spurt in the third, then back down. Yeah. So a bit of, um, bit of a smash. Injuries. injuries. Just Cutler. We'll call him Jay Cutler. Don't know Cutler his first Beckett. name. Hammy for Brisbane. Hmm. Old Jay Cutler. All right. You know who else is good for them? Georgie Costanza. They, everyone they needed <laughs> some small forward. Georgie Costanza. Well, going right. on this, he was fifth best for Richmond. Oh, he was a star. Yeah. All right. So Monday, Easter Monday, footy, Hawthorne Monday. and the Cats. And this was... Disappointing. If you're a I Hawthorne thought. fan. I yeah. think even if you aren't a Hawthorne fan, you would have been thinking. Well, I mean, it's a classic matchup, something. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And for a little bit in the game, it looked like it was going to turn into a a bit of a battle. But Yeah, well, Hawthorne, Hawthorne looked pretty good. Like they, was, they, were, they were in it. That, They're well, just falling I, I saw, away I saw real the bad. two goals early to Geelong, and I was like, this is going to be oh, shit. Geelong's but accuracy then, was horrific early. It was. Then Gunston kicked his first goal for the season. Yeah. Which was a great goal. Although, Although was it goal. out of bounds? I don't know. Probably not. Close. Luke, was Luke Hodge had a really good game. Yeah, yeah they he elbowed good. him in the head and snatched him the ground. He was really good, but yeah, disappointing. Very disappointing, I think, that it wasn't. It looked like there was a part, I think it was just after halftime, where Hawthorne made like a little bit of a run, and the intensity sort of lifted. Then they just fell yeah. away really bad. The I just remember skills aren't very good now. I just remember looking at it and thinking like it was hard to believe that this almost became a hundred point loss, mm. considering how well it they got were out of hand. At the start it of the got game. silly at the end. But I, yeah, I I noticed that um, even in the first half when they were playing better, that Hawthorne were overusing the handball in defence, and it might have been a pressure thing on behalf mm. of Geelong, but. Yeah, they weren't playing their game, I thought, which is kicking, the, the usual Hawthorne kicking game. And then when they were, they were turning it over. Yeah. So... They just let them just look off. Like Isaac Smith looks off. No, mate. I, Gibson I looks off. Zach, Zach Boy run him down. You see that? Mm. Great tackle. A few few of the old guys, I, looked, so I thought Hodge had a good game. I had a really good game, which you mentioned. I thought Burgoyne, like he really was... You could see he was really trying to... He, he does try, but I think he only really kills it in when they're dominating all of them. But he does yeah. try. He, 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 you could see he was trying yeah. to summon up that what yeah. they've had before. But well, that's not to say. They like, say go into the. I mean, well. he's a he, he's a great player, but he's definitely an icing player. Is Sean Burgoyne? Like, yeah. there's only so and much he's, he's going to be able to do. It shouldn't be on him. Who was the other Burgoyne? Peter. Peter Burgoyne. Pete. He was a good player. He had a great rig. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and O'Meara didn't play that game, so it probably fell a bit more on some other guys. But I think they'd be disappointed with Shields. I don't think he's gone. I think he's one they th- they thought would go to the next level when some of the older guys stepped out of the way, and I don't think he really has. 
he's still just like a pressure player, like a solid B-grade midfielder. Uh, yeah, they need someone like O'Meara to really start smashing it. And mm. then you have someone with Mitchell who just racks it up, dishing it out. Yeah. And their forward line just, oh, they're yeah. struggling to score. And this is, their forward line hasn't changed a lot. They've still, still got, got Gunson. Gunson. They've got Roughhead back. Rioli, Roughhead. Rioli, well, I mean, Bruce. I mean, Hodge, just not Hodge shouldn't be their best player. No. Not at this point no, in time. No, he shouldn't no, be. Not even close, he shouldn't be. No. So, like, Puopolo played pretty well early on, but he almost looked like their most dangerous forward. Gunston, even though he kicked a couple of goals, he looks, like, lost at the moment. Yeah. Guess who got the chocolates? Uh, Mitch Duncan. Yeah. Dunky. Dunkaroos. Dunkin Donuts. And Motlop and then Zach Tui. Good on you. Okay. Uh, yeah, Zach Tui had a few not so good moments that game, but he definitely fits Geelong's team really well. Yeah. Takes it on. Well, you got, you got five Playing votes, in a better so. team, I've noticed a bit more of Zach Tui and how like how effective he can be by playing in like, so with a few other better definitely players better in the back with, six. Yeah, definitely. And they can use him, like Carlton used him, but it was almost like a lot of time he just had a desperation kick it long because they're under yeah. pressure and stuff. Yeah. Um, getting... Injuries, Gibson with a cut head, Ruggles with concussion, and Dangerfield with a corked hip. All right. Uh, so that's all the results in the round. We'll go do our votes now. 5-4-3-2-1. Uh, I'm just about to be around. The- first. One. Tom Scully. Tom Scully, okay. Um, two, Lockie Neal. Three, I'm pretty much just going off his face. Three, uh, you have to give it to. Now we'll go for some fours. We'll go Eddie Betts. Four. Four's the next one. Four, I'm going for. Oh, where am I thinking? Uh, Tom Lynch. Mm-hmm. He was dominant. And old five. Can you guess? Luke Shuey? Yes. Oh, you just like Luke Shuey. <laughs> um, I went one, Mitch Duncan. Oh. Two to Tom Lynch. Because I thought he was. Very important that game, but it yeah, was mainly yeah. in one quarter where he really tore it apart and like he wasn't doing a lot early in the game. And I thought late in the game when Weedering went back, he slowed him down a bit. I went three, Shuey. He's very good, but it was an easy win in the end. I got over him. Four, Kyle Remus. Four. <laughs> four, I went Lockie Neal just because he kicked four goals in a two-point game and he really worked his way in Super and he had a lot of clearances. And I went five, Dalhouse, because I thought he was very influential in that game and I watched it. Uh, I went. I gave Dellhouse the one. Yeah, that's that's. You're on the point there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, two. I gave to. I'm just making it up at the moment. Uh, two. I gave to Tom Scully. Yeah, I'll give Tom Scully. There you go. <laughs> he was good. He was good. He, he was. He has been good. Yeah. He's showing that he was is worth that. Um, three. Selection. Three to Tom Lynch. Uh, four. To Eddie Betts. And Betsy. I'm giving Luke Shuri the five as well. Yeah. I saw that game. It was good. All right. Uh, okay. Now we'll move on to our top tens. which Ooh, Top five. This, this week. week we're doing top five, yeah, because we're going to do Ruckman. And if we did ten, it'd basically be everyone. Okay. So. No, I'm going to have a look up to you guys. I know top, top five. Two. Ruckman. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. My ones all have different traits. Okay. So. Go for it. Five, so this is five to one, one being the best. Five, I've gone with big former Carlton player, big source. Oh, that was Jacobs. mine. That was okay. Mine. So Jacobs is uh, good. He takes marks around the ground. I think last year he had a down year, but this year he's back playing well. Um, and he's a good tap ruckman as well. He does what he needs to do. And I think he positions pretty well around the ground. Four, 
Um, Sandlins. I think Sandlins, in terms of he, well, he's winning the most hit outs again. He's old, obviously, but on the weekend, he was particularly influential in their last game. And he doesn't do this enough, like take marks around the ground. And he, he's had seasons where he's done it better than he has this year, but he still does it from time to time. And more than that, he just gets the spot and gives them a target, yep. brings it to ground, and he has some really good hitouts to advantage from time to time. Sometimes he's too predictable, but he gets his hand on it so much, he's able to he's do things others giant. can't. Three, I've gone Mumford. Uh, probably not as good of a hit-out man. Uh, he gets his hand to it, but I don't think he dominates where he's tapping it as much, but his tackling and his work on the ground is probably the best of these guys, or close to. Two, the second best, I've gone Goldstein. Hasn't Ooh. been that good this year, Goldstein, oh, so been. far. But when he's at his best, he's still very he, one of the best with the taps. He can go forward and kick goals. He does that, and he takes marks around the ground. He's probably one of the better ones for that. And number one, I've gone Maxi Gorn. I think he's, even though obviously he's out now for a long period of time, at the moment, he's... But I think he's the best at the moment in terms of winning hitouts, influencing around the contest and effort. Did you see him effort. when he came in to start? He was really mm. bad yeah. like, when he first played. <laughs> and he started in <laughs> the pre-season. Really bad player. He went in there and kicked goals and stuff like that. He's getting better all the time. Oh, yes. I think he's at, at the moment, even though he's out injured, I think he's at the top of the list. Yeah. That's my five. Okay, my five. Five, Sam Jacobs, mm-hmm. big source. And then I had... Well, who do I have? Um, Mumford. Mm-hmm. Mumford. Number four. four. Yeah. Number three. Gorn. Gorn three. Yeah. And then I put two Sandlands, one Goldstein. Oh, Goldie one. Do you have yeah. any, just any, any reasoning why you've ground. differed? Uh, why you I haven't given Gorn Yeah, I don't know. Me. You it, had Sandy it's, it's too. Pretty, it's pretty. I'm. I'm pretty much thinking of their influence in the team, and I suppose Gorn is probably the most influential in their team. But mm. I think Sandilands has a massive impact. It comes as down well as Goldstein. It comes down to what we say, like when we did defenders and stuff, and you had players that are a good player that plays in defence, like a Hodge, or even you could put like a Bernie Vince if you really wanted to, or an actual good defender. Yeah. So if you put them in terms of Ruckman doing the Ruck job and their influence on the team, then yeah, I can see why. He'd probably have Sandlins and Goldie but, up. But Gold, Goldstein still, he does, he runs a lot. Still. You know what about he Goldstein? Gets to it, he marks. He's got good skills too. Yeah, He's he a does. good kick he for is. a rough, a which is an advantage. Uh, Croft? Uh, okay, I had uh, five Sam Jacobs. I can't wait. I know Four. he's going to sneak someone in there. Nick Nat Nui. Oh, he's gone with Nick Nat. Even I went with out. Nick Nat. I, I mean, talking about his role in the team mm. and how much, how uh, impactful he is. Yeah, I would have him in there for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, three Aaron Sandilands, two Maxi Gorn, and one Todd Goldstein. Oh, he's going with Goldie. I, I watched him play. I watched sure him play on the Cruiser weekend. Was going to get in there. You know what? I will give an honourable biased mention to Matthew Cruiser because I, I really, think I considered him. I think uh, in terms of like he obviously he's been injured hmm. and so he's never had a good run at it. Uh, but in terms of he he doesn't match up necessarily in terms of tap work against no, some of the no taller players, but he I think he. Does a pretty good effort considering he, he's a little bit undersized. He'd come in the Mumford area to me where he gives good effort. But his around the, the like his once the ball hits the deck, he's better than most ruckmen. And frank. around the ground, mm. yeah, he provides an option. Yeah, I, I, sometimes he goes forward, marks and kicks, and I think, oh gee, but well, he's pretty reliable. Often, mm. Pretty reliable shot on goal as he well. He just doesn't get it though in the forward line. He just enough. has that yeah. stiff 
motion. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Straightforward step yeah, motion. It's robotic, but it works. It's probably, yeah, like a, a result of being injured all the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's stiffened up a little bit. But yeah, uh, Todd Goldstein, I watched him on the weekend and I saw a few things that I just thought, you know, most Ruckman don't do that. He always has a mangled face, Goldstein. He gets smashed <laughs> in the head already. Uh, all right. Well, that's our top five. Okay. Top so five of the week. Boop, boop, we'll move boop, boop. on. Now to a favourite segment. Ooh. Yeah, now nah, look. Yeah, now nah, look. Yeah, now nah, look. Okay. We just got a few interesting it. ones here. A uh, <clears throat> bit of a Hawthorne flavour at the start, but there's a few different ones, okay? Yeah. So let's have a go. Let's go. Uh, okay, so if you're not familiar with this, yeah, now nah, look works by I'll say a statement and we'll all say yeah if we agree. Nah, if we don't, or look if we're on the fence or we need a bit more discussion. Sometimes we'll discuss it anyway. We've got time here, I think, so we can discuss them a little bit. Okay, first point. Clarkson should move on. No. Being probably at the end of the season. This is me, means. no. Well, I mean, no, if, if he still has the passion, then no. Mm-hmm. It's me. Uh, look, I think I think if... Yeah, I should have said fucking Yeah, you should have said but yeah, I I think it's not a bad move considering they've moved you know they've moved on players like Lewis and Mitchell. So you know it, Clarkson is also a logical thing, a logical part of that. Uh, but then yeah, then you have to think who's better. Hmm. Well, yeah, but that's the other thing is that um, he's accomplished so much at Hawthorne. Like, why wouldn't you want to try something, try something yeah. new? Well, he's, you know? he's kind of trying to rebuild, I suppose. So, yeah, either you want to do the rebuild thing or you want to go somewhere else and try and win another premiership somewhere else. Lucy's so. barking. <laughs> I would say look because I think... Um, Lucy's barking. <laughs> I think he... I think he could stay there and rebuild them over the course of the next yeah. five seasons. But I also think you probably could make the case that it might go quicker or be a bit better with if they just got a fresh coach in. Yeah. Uh, let him go through this year of them kind of going down and then clear out some more players and stuff like that and then have him move on and have someone fresh come in. Because he's look at the around the league, the amount of assistants they've had that have stepped up and coach are head coaches of other clubs. They've probably got someone there that could easily oh, yeah. take Brett over. Rat- and it'd be similar. Yeah, rats rats can take over. And you know he whether he goes somewhere else or not, I don't know, but I think I mean, if, he was, if, he's, if he wants to keep coaching, I think he'll probably just stay there. But maybe he might think, oh, you know, I might step aside. And Do you think that's a mindset that coaches go through, that they think that they're above rebuilding a team? Do you think that a coach says, you know, I'm not, I don't rebuild. I'm a, I'm a finishing touch. I'm a, I'm a, pre- I'm a premiership coach. I, don't I, don't think they I think it's just harder work and there's a lot more scrutiny. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't think they care. I mean, Bomber Thompson left Geelong at a time where you know, Ablett left and people were probably th- thinking maybe they were going to have to start regenerating. And then he left and then they got Scotty and they won the premiership the next year because it just kind of freshened things up. And as we've said, Hawthorne still have a lot of good players at list. It's just not quite clicking. So maybe a fresh voice next year and whatever they can do in the offseason, they might be able to rebound quickly, which they also might be able to do with Clarkson. But it depends if the, you know players are sick of it or if he's had enough he's been there a long time uh, so yeah. we'll move on the next one Hawthorne again Hawthorne needed to get some draft picks now that'd be either well obviously by trading someone away to get some because they their first pick in last year's draft was like pick 70 or something and they don't have a first rounder St Kilda's got their first round pick this season and their, their first pick they have is GWS's second round pick this season which will probably fall in the 30s 
Okay. So, so, so you think they need to trade someone like a Bruce or a Gunston to no, try and to speed up the process? Clearly, just tanking it to get picks now, obviously. <laughs> but they're not <laughs> going to get their pick this year. St Kilda's going to get. Oh, if they finish last, yeah, St Kilda gets number one. It, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, no. So you don't think? I, I'm going to say, look, it depends on what they. If they think that with the their current list that yeah, they, they can they, actually hmm. click, make it click and go. And, and actually, you know, it, I I think it's yeah, it's obviously what they're banking on, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have traded. But all having that. having said that, like, if they continue tracking the way that they're going, they want to get something out of this season. I would say well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah, regardless if of what they think they're going to do, because during this whole era, the Premiership era, which is what you happen, you sacrifice things. Who are they going to? And trade? even if you keep your pick, just hear me out. Even if you keep your pick, it's going to be a lower one. So they probably had you know pick. 18 and then with all the concessions it's probably been in the 20s every year they haven't had any young players come in the last few years that are like draft picks that we thought this guy's really good they've got no star power there so they, they ba- yeah that's that's trading that's different yeah. and they had to trade away pick 10 which they traded their first round pick to St Kilda they got St Kilda's pick 10 and something else and that's what they traded for yeah. him so He's effectively cost them a first and a second round selection. But I'm still saying he's still a young player that wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they've got an older guy, but they still, they don't have, like this era was built off a lot of high picks that came through. Obviously, you have to get those picks right, but they can't afford to just go another couple of seasons without any draft pick. Like it's not even, they didn't have high picks. Last year, they had virtually yeah, so no picks at all. So they, they need to get some, trade, they need to get trade more. some people. I think they trade Bruce. Yeah, I think get a high pick. I don't know if you'd get a first rounder, but you might get a couple of second rounders or something out of it. M- maybe you can package him with someone else, yeah. but I think he'd be probably the one for me. I don't think they'd trade Gunston, or they'd try and avoid it. Can but. I can I throw in an impromptu on the fly? Yeah, now look mm-hmm. from over here. Do you think mid season trading is a good idea? Nah. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know. It's totally different. It's, it, make, it makes it, it makes it, it makes the game way different. Yeah, like I think AFL I think nah. it just makes it way different. Yeah, I think nah because you look at NBA and stuff, and it, even though this is not necessarily a negative, but it means that it's a different game. It means that teams that when they realise they're not going to make the eight would consider offloading a player in the middle of the year, and a team that's maybe not that good would have a better team. You know what I mean? If someone's top four, they might think, oh, well, like maybe halfway through this year, they could get Ablett out of Gold Coast or something like that and get him to Geelong. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, but as you said, it just really changes our game. And it, 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 as the basketball works, it's five men on the court. Yeah. It's so different to get. The other thing is, I don't think it would work that well even if you did do that because teams have very specific structures and yeah, game plans. And exactly. we've seen when new guys come to a new team, it takes a long time to learn that. So I don't think you could bring someone in, even if they were a really good player, halfway through the year and them fit because it's more of a team sport. And most, whereas in basketball, an individual, even that they're still in basketball, there's an adjustment period. But I think a naturally good player can still kind of fit in a little bit easier. So I think no. But it's not, not to say it might not ever happen. I'd prefer a, a period of free agency, not free agency. Well, you call it free agency, I guess, where... You could, they could sign players from like VFL or Waffle during the season. Like say West Coast right now, Petrie's out, Nat Nui's out. Let's say uh, Vardy or whatever got hurt as well. They should have, I'd like to see them have the ability to sign some VFL Ruckman 
yeah for the season or even if it was like a 10-week contract or something like they have in nba what do you think about that richard no (laughs) (laughs) i think it'd be a good thing to be able to have yeah two spots if you have a long-term injury to be able to sign someone in it because if you get hit in one position really hard anyways move on next one harley bennell might not play again mate i've already said it he will not play for the dockers ever Okay, so you're saying yeah, <laughs> just the Dockers? Oh, well, football. Yeah, if he doesn't get football. a game now, I don't think he'd go anywhere else. I think that's it. But no, I, I think he'll go drinking, smoke dough. I think nah. I think he will play again. I think he'll play this season. Yeah, I think I. I can't believe he hasn't played. I'm gonna say He's no. A superstar. I know. It's just calves. Calves. Yeah. I'm gonna. Calves. I'm gonna say no. I think he'll play. I think he'll play eventually. I think it'll be a long road, and I'm. I. I'm gonna back him in. Well, it, it's still. It is pretty poor form. I mean, I know it doesn't matter because he's on holiday, or whatever. But if you want to make it and you're trying to be professional, you shouldn't be getting shit faced on a flight. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Just, All the things they've said is that he's Nat been, Five wouldn't be getting shit faced going on a family trip. Nat Five during drinks the season. and stuff though. But during during the season, yeah, but he probably doesn't get shit. During he's the probably, season, does he drink? I don't know him personally. I don't I know. know. But, well, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, some players do. You're right. Yeah. But I'm saying just if, does it if, in if a better you want to be really professional, though, you won't. Yeah. Like, he was going to the Gold Coast. Just wait. Like, most, how, most people don't. How hard is it to just wait for to have your, have your party when yeah. you get there instead of having your drinks on the plane? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly it's a party. Well, maybe he's just really, <laughs> really elite fitness and he only had two beers, but it hit him real hard. It's just shit. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I think he'll he'll play again. And I, I think it's disappointing that they took the long road last year to try and correct the issues that were causing his calf injury. I mean, and what? then this year he's copped it in the it's the opposite. Like, calf. What are they doing? Actually, sending him to Germany? What the fuck's that? No, doing? They went where Kobe Bryant went and stuff. They're just trying to fix it. I think they see him when they got him. They said we see him as a ten-year player, and I think you know he's really good. All this. How old is he now? Twenty-four, I think. Twenty-three. I think he's twenty-four this year. I think. So he's he's young. He's young, yeah, but if you can't get your calf right, what are you going to do? Morabito's young too. I mean, knee's worse than a calf, but if it's recurring. Anyway, uh, okay, this is a big one. Ready? Yeah. If West Coast can't win at the G this week, then they can't win the flag this year. This is, no, it's silly. They're playing Hawthorne this week. Well, they, they haven't win. won. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they don't win, they kind of, and it's it's kind of weird with Hawthorne. You think Hawthorne will play well, but you go Hawthorne. Thought that against. last week. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say yes. If they can't beat Hawthorne, yeah, regardless think, yeah. of where it is, I'd say yeah. I think this but is I also chance. don't think they can win the flag this year. But that's me. Yeah. Well, I thought they could, but I think if they can't, if they win this week, I'll say yeah, they still can. Yeah, I if think they... that, I think they'll smash him this week. Mm, but yeah. even if they lose, I don't think that means they can't win the flag they're yeah, still gonna be up there i mean everybody has know. their hiccups but yeah i don't think that so i'm saying yeah they don't win this week they can't win the flag it's my statement um jesse hogan owes the demons this week wasn't there last owes, week owes them what? well they lost they've lost two winnable games with him out so he owes them a big performance this yeah, week do you think bad. well he does i think they would have won if he was there yep yeah he does yeah yeah okay and Jordan Lewis owes them more. <laughs> last one. Rory Sloan might be the most underrated player in the league. Oh, I, don't th- he, I don't think he's underrated at all. I think he's rated quite high. Did any of us have him in our top 10 midfielders? Nah. No. He's, he's underrated. No, uh, yeah, but I'm saying, uh, well, yeah, I... I'd... He's underrated. I think, I think he's underrated. He's underrated. I think, I think he's still... I think you still get Brownlow votes. He's still... A lot of player people do rate him. I think... He's so... exactly as good, if not better, than Joel Selwood. 
but he doesn't get nearly yeah, the attention. I, yeah, Joel I, 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 to, I totally agree. Like, I think, yeah, I think it's just the way he plays and looks. Yeah, he might not but be the I, most I do, underrated. I do but listen to when I'm listening to six PR and stuff. They still like a lot of people do rate him really high. Yeah. I think it's just more amongst like if he played people for like Collingwood, we just, yeah, yeah, if he, or yeah, Melbourne or something, yeah, yeah, exactly. he would be getting stroked off yeah. weekly. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, he was playing against in the last team. He had Dangerfield who was taking all the spotlight. Mm. I think and, he's and starting now, to get more recognition, yeah. but still, he's phenomenal. Actually, yeah. he's really good. That's the last one for you. Now, look, um, we'll move on to our tips. Just before we do, oh tippies, I've got a graph here. Do you? Of if your team will make the finals based on the numbers here in history. Now, there's one exception to this, and it is 2013 when Carlton made the finals. Uh, because Essendon got kicked out. So their... That was good fun. Their numbers there. But statistically here, uh, teams that have gone 0 and 4, 0% of them have gone on to make the finals. Just make the finals? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's ridiculous then. So Sydney Swans... They're not going to make it. Well... No, they're not. Statistics <laughs> fucking show. They're not going to make it. Well, I mean... No... In the history, the history. I think the I think the landscape of the game is, is changing, and I think when things like the Bulldogs making or winning a grand final from where they did last season is a sign that Maybe. that anything can happen. I guess, anything but can yeah, it's a minute chance. Yeah, well, apparently you had eight point five percent chance of, after being zero and three, but if you are zero and four, it is zero. So we'll see if they can break the mold and and make history there. And also, based on what's happened so far this season and the projections for the, uh, these teams already, uh, Fremantle is on this site a seventeen point four percent chance of making the eight, and Carlton is a three point five percent chance. They've still got Sydney forty one percent chance to make it, so it contradicts their other graph. This it is the arcfooty dot com oh, website. Footy. They got some good interesting stats on there. Um, Arc it. But yeah, interesting note. They also predicted Hawthorne finishing third last. So interesting note there. And we just would like to say we're going to go into our tips now. It's time! And our tips segment is brought to you by Brunt Screen Protectors. Oh, Brunty. Got an iPhone? Probably a six. I don't think they've got seven ones. <laughs> they will fit on seven. If you've got an iPhone 6 or even an iPhone 7 and you want to protect your screen, well, shit, might as well get Brunt. <laughs> Getbrunt.com.au? Yeah, I think it's .au. .a, just Google it. Yeah, yeah get Brunt. <laughs> just Google it. Get on it. All right. Now, we're heading to our tips. So, whoa, another big whoa. round this week, boys. Whoa. Whoa. First game of the round. They're back on Friday Night Footy. I don't know Friday who let them back on night. there. But it's Port versus Carlton. Adelaide. Adelaide. Carlton just consistently beat Port Adelaide by like a point every year. So, So, votes. My votes. Mm. My my votes. My tip. Port Adelaide. I'm going to say Port Adelaide. Croft, you are leaning towards Carlton. I'm tipping tipping Carlton. It happens every time. (laughs) We break Port Adelaide's hearts every year. This is good for me. Just a side note for everyone as well. Last week, I got eight out of nine tips, and I'm now leading the Mm. tipping. Our man Dicko has not entered a tip for two weeks straight. (laughs) I was just about to say. He has not entered a tip. right now. Not a one, okay? Western Bulldogs versus Brisbane Lions. 
Bulldogs. Bullies. Bulldogs. I think it's Eddie Had. Unanimous Bulldogs. Gold Coast versus the Adelaide Crows. Near the pride of South Australia. Where the mighty Adelaide Crows. I'm going the Crows. Going the Crows. I'm going to go Crows too. Yep. Godra. Godra. Uh, oh, this is oh, this is absolutely huge because oh. I get that zero percent would be negative ten percent if you go zero five. Sydney versus GWS. What, do they have a name for this little derby? They yeah, going on? they do. What do they call? Battle of the Bridge. Ah, that's because of the Harbour Bridge. I don't know. I think Q Clash is better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys, tips on this one? Swans um, versus Giants. It's tough because you just believe in some teams like Hawthorne and Swans, but. Yeah. Why can't I tip? I tip now. I'm tipping um, GWS anyway. I don't care. Yep, GWS for me. Sitters. Oh, sitters for me. Look, if they get tip it back and maybe some others, I don't know. But is tip it even good anymore? I can't I even think tell. He's important for their team. He gives them their forward lines just buddy without him. He's another option. Uh, the next one, Fremantle versus North Melbourne oh, over here at Fremantle. Way to go. So I'm going to tip Fremantle also. Yeah. Yep, Fremantle. Okay, all three is all round. Mm. Probably the first game this season they'll go into as favourites. It is. $1.53 to $2.50. Uh, St Kilda versus Geelong. Oh, this is an interesting Saints. one. You're going to tip St Kilda? Is yes. that you? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to go Geelong. I reckon they're going to pull it out of the bag and go three and two. Where is this game being played? Eddie Hat? Eddie Hat under the dome. <sighs> No swirling winds. Oh, you know what? The roof will be open, actually, 3.20pm. Yeah, I don't know. This is hard. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tip Geelong. Oh. I was going to tip the Saints, but then I remembered how much Geelong just demolished Hawthorne at the very end there, and I thought, yeah, they're pretty good. What <laughs> I didn't the fuck's going on? Why they... is there a Monday and a Tuesday game? Because of Anzac Day. Because Anzac Day. Because Anzac so, Day is on the Tuesday, so they have to have the Anzac, focus here. The, the Anzac Day. Hawks oh. versus West Coast at the G. I'm um, going to tip their West Coast. Where the Eagles. Actually, the West Coast Eagles. Gee, I really want to tip Hawthorne here because I uh, they're going to beat someone but eventually. Who, have who to. are you going to tip in your tipping? I'm going to you're gonna tip Eagles. I'll tip West Coast just because I'm on top, so I need to be. I can be a yeah, bit conservative. Yeah, you can yeah. just tip the favourites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm close West to Coast. Top. Sam Mitchell to just dominate against his old. Oh. I don't know if he'll play. Is he going to play? That's the thing. Yeah. I reckon he's going to just he's turn angled. it over heaps. He feels bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richmond versus Melbourne. Now this is an interesting one, in a way. Richmond by a mile. I think Richmond will win too. Yeah, 187. Points. I was debating this one earlier, but then I remembered Maxi Gorn is out still. And big Toby Nankervis has been playing quite well for Richmond. He's one of the difference makers for them, I think. This yeah. Richmond by my, I think uh, Jesse back. Jesse Hogan to uh, to beat Jack Rewald in the sook off. I think. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, well, Jesse Hogan Jack's going to be winning. Whack someone again. Uh, Essendon. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Essendon and Collingwood. The Collie wobbles. Oh, you reckon? Mate, easy. How did what's Collingwood things go? How does that go? It's the best. Uh, something about support barracas are shouting as all barracas should. Uh, good old calling the good old Collingwood <laughs> forever. Uh, uh, I'll probably say Collingwood as well. <laughs> yep. Uh, T Cole to have twenty four possessions yeah. and three inside fifties. Oh, if Essendon win, <laughs> yeah, T Cole. <Cole's> 
So we've all gone. We've gone pretty much the same, except a oh, I don't know. Ones. If, if Essendon few. win that, that's big, and Buckley will be gone. Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I don't yes. think he'll be gone, but he'll be under the pump. He's already. He'll be emotionally pump. gone. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the tips for the round. Now I don't even know if you've got one, but we're heading over to Croft's Cook. Is a cooking or something up? This is this is a big one. Oh, this is a big, big one, boys. Cookie day. I'm gonna throw out a few points, and I don't think a lot of people are gonna agree with them. I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate on this one, but I am cooking the game oh, no. of AFL football. Oh no! Now there has been a lot of controversy about your deliberate out of bounds, and is that holding the ball, or is that a throw, or a push in the back, or whatever the fuck? I'll tell you this. <laughs> The AFL will have to change the bloody rules so that there's no more room for interpretation. Is it out of bounds? If it is, then whoever touched it last, free kick to the other team. Oh, he's going to do the straight do it. out of bounds. Free do it. Yet. You can't get that wrong, right? No, you can't. If, if maybe you don't know who touched it, then throw it in. But they you did, can't get that wrong. Either do that or do the absolute reverse and make it there's no deliberate out of bounds. Just throw it in every time. Just make it that. Because the umpires are going to consistently get this shit wrong if we keep making up rules that are just up to them to interpret at their own whim. It's going to keep happening. So either we do something drastic or we have to put up with inconsistency in the game and consistency, as far as I'm concerned, is the most important part of an umpire's job. And that is my cook. Nice cook. Interpretation is valid because people interpret things differently, like art. So, footy's art. Fuck art. <laughs> and the umpires <laughs> interpret it a bit differently. So, you know. Art can get fucked. All right. So, that's us done for another week. If you're out there and you know Come Mark on. Robinson, <laughs> I want you to Everyone pick up an egg him. and throw it at his house. <laughs> okay? Tell him to put down the beer, Slobbo. Maybe we can get Dennis to tweet him and get blocked. Maybe. It probably, it's not and that uh, hard, apparently. If you, if you see Damo, Damien Barrett, tell him he's a top bloke. Yeah, because he hasn't like blocked us purple. on he hasn't blocked us on Twitter. Yet. I also, know. I look uh, on Twitter. I look forward to uh, at the end of the season in the off season tweeting Terry Wallace because he always replies the to list tweets. manager. He does. Yeah, I've had a bit of back and forth with Terry. I'm yeah. going to probably tweet Michael Barlow this week. See if we can get Barlow's on. He's got his own podcast and he has previously oh, crossover engaged. episode. Yeah, we could do it. <sighs> it'd be it'd be big. I don't know how he's getting over here from Gold Coast, but he might. Oh, I think we oh, do yeah. it. No, we can do it through our Discord. Oh, well, there you go. It's perfect. All right. But that being said, that's it for another week. I don't know if Dico's got anything he wants to say. No. All I've got to say is keep well. Keep well. Keep well. Keep well.